you are listening to the empowering indian expats podcast if you are an indian living abroad feeling stuck in average 9 to 5 or a job or business that's not helping you reach your full potential this is the podcast to tune in where you will find your role models and learn from their dream struggle victory stories this is your host ehsan ali a long term it professional living in sydney australia who has made it his mission to find and unpack the stories the strategies and life lessons of successful and inspiring indian expats to help you and i reach our full potential i'm very excited to talk to this week's guest punita parekh punita and many other mid career professionals like her are setting the new trend of work she comes with 18 years of professional experience in marketing with brands like cnbc and times network she used linkedin as the sole platform to build her brand and create a business out of it she lives in mumbai but has clients all over the world So I think she qualifies to be on Empowering Indian Expats podcast. So let's talk to Punita and learn few things about LinkedIn, branding, building brand and business on LinkedIn. Hi Punita, welcome to the show. Hi Asan thank you so much and happy ganesh chaturthi from india happy ganesh chaturthi to you also how is the covid effect there it's going free? fine things are getting back to normal and we are all beginning to start our festivities in india ganesh chaturthi then dasera and then diwali so it's and all you, going with the flow so far and you are freely allowed to go and mingle with people is it yes we have to have precautions but yes things are opening up slowly slowly and we are looking to enjoying going out now Awesome. So, Punita, as you know about uh, my podcast in empowering Indian expats, and uh, the, as the name suggests, I typically talk to people who are living outside India. But there is a very, very, very important reason why I decided to have you on this uh, show, and the reason is I see you are setting trend for uh, professionals to get on their own. So, this is an era where. job is not guaranteed and especially if you have invested your 10 15 years in corporate world and something goes wrong it's so difficult to get on feet again so uh, it's best to find out our own way and uh, you have done it you have done it beautifully and i'm very very excited to hear from you your your corporate life which was pretty pretty high flying you were working with cnbc and times network and so on and so forth and then you one day you quit and then all this one one and a half year of journey is what i'm interested to cover and i'm hoping this will give a lot of ideas and insight uh, to a lot of people who are thinking what you know is my career over is my life over it's not over it's a new start all right so why don't you give a quick background on your past and then we will start into this last one and a half year of in- interesting journey So you know, Asan, I have uh, very much studied in Mumbai city, grown up here, and everything here. And I studied psychology as my major. And after that, I always wanted to get into the media industry. And that's when I got into CNBC TV eighteen through a common connection. I joined CNBC way back in two thousand and four. Spent about ten years with them, doing content marketing, doing brand building. 
doing branded content for different brands traveled across then i moved on to another business channel called times network which is again again based in india and mumbai and i spent about 8 years there doing content marketing brand building and i spent about 16 to 18 years just doing content marketing and creating shows creating brands and i had so much fun and stuff but yes there was a lot of stress as well and last uh, july is when i thought that you know it's time that i quit my corporate world because i got very very burnt out in the corporate space and the pressure and it was time that the kind of work experience i had i wanted to go out there and educate and empower my audience about what i've learned in all these years because i really felt corporates entrepreneurs startup owners smes students professionals everybody needed to know content marketing i realized that during the lockdown over time and that's when i thought it's time i quit my corporate job and i literally quit my corporate job without having anything in my hand because i had the confidence of the work experience because i had the confidence of the knowledge and i had a fearless attitude and it's extremely important to have a fearless attitude because what are you fearing for are you fearing for failure are you fearing for what will people say yes i did have those thoughts what will my ex bosses say what will that one say but it was just going out and talking it out and that's when i said let me start freelancing let me start helping brands helping individuals grow their presence on social media help them write content help them curate content for instagram and linkedin and that's when i joined the one platform linkedin because earlier linkedin was more of a professional platform and job oriented platform but since one and a half year it's become a very engagement oriented platform and i focused on the four c's of joining linkedin and i realized these four c's over time so the first was putting relevant pieces of content related to my domain which is content marketing educating and empowering my audience the second c was being consistent the more and more the consistent i was the more and more people resonated with me and more and more people knew me for who i am third was creating a community creating a tribe i connected with content marketers strategists writers creators in my domain supporting them because content is all about creating communities and the fourth is collaborations so with these four c's i moved on to educate and empower my audience and i realized that people were slowly getting to know me for who i am and finally starting to give me work on helping them to create a brand so i realized it was just about focusing on one platform putting all your energies having the importance of giving caring for the community and just being selfless and look at me today it's been one and a half year and i'm enjoying this journey and i'm connecting with so many people across the world just like you. and in two minutes you covered so much it would be very difficult to digest for a lot of people so my audience uh, is predominantly it professionals but of course i mean that's where i started so that's what the starting audience but people are from different background so let me uh, you know digest a little bit so you come from marketing background your whole career 16 18 years was on content marketing and promoting brands uh, through advertisement through content all all sort of those things so advertising marketing for brands what you did for 16 18 years and then because you had those skills you definitely had the confidence but still getting 
leaving a fixed salary and then starting something new is not that easy. Once you have done it, your confidence is much higher. Early days, what were the doubts? Yes, you had the confidence, but what were the doubts? Did you already know that if I go in LinkedIn, this is what will happen? Or it all started and, you know, one thing led to another and another and another. So tell me the early days. So when you decided you'll quit, what is the first thing you did? So when the reason I, the, the, the day I quit last July 2020, I honestly quit because I was very burnt out. And I actually went out on LinkedIn with no expectations. I was really wanting to enjoy my journey. I was really wanting to experiment my entire journey. I didn't have any goal or some kind of thought process that no, by this month, I should focus on earning this much. I think because I did not put a lot of pressure on myself, I enjoyed the journey even more because anyways, I was held with so much pressure all these 16 to 18 years in the corporate world. I just wanted to be with myself and just enjoy the journey. So that's the one thing that I did, not put pressure and just experiment. Number two, what I realized is that it's all, LinkedIn is all about content and it's all about people. So I started putting out content related to my domain and I realized that the content was actually creating conversations and the conversations that I was having with the people who are viewing my content was creating my fan base and the fan base was actually slowly and steadily leading to customers and the customers were finally leading to repeat customers with time. So okay. I realized that with content that I'm putting out, is actually leading me to generate revenue and create a personal brand. And then I started enjoying doing lots of podcast sessions, mentored hundreds and hundreds of students and professionals on content marketing. And I finally realized that it's all about giving into the society. It's all about empowering them. It's all about educating them. And that's my journey, you know, just being there for the community and just being fearless. Awesome. So how, how many connections did you have? I mean, it's a very silly question, but when you started, how many connections did you have? So I started with about eight, 9,000 followers on LinkedIn last July. And uh, over this one year, I've crossed 55,000 followers and I realized three things magically work to grow my followers. One is content. One is building a tribe and a community. And the third C is caring for the community because it's not just about me, me and me. It's about how much I'm doing for the opposite person. It's about how much I'm caring for them. It's about how many problems am I solving for the opposite person. And I think these three qualities worked very well. And actually people started getting to know me for content and this person was really caring for people. And that's Fantastic. how I became and getting fans. So your uh, uh, customer, not customer, the fan base or the follower base, they're all content marketers or they are they from- are different domains. SMEs, corporates, startup owners, different kind of people. So either content marketers or businesses or- uh, Absolutely. How about uh, people like say in accounting and finance or IT? So honestly speaking, the, I realized that my content that I used to put out was so generic and was so simple. I believed in the keep it simple formula. The content that I put out was very easy to digest. So the content would reach across the globe, all platforms, 
all domains. There, there were lawyers who approached me. There were chartered accountants too who approached me. There were IT firms who approached me. There were edtech firms who approached me. There were students who approached me, and there were college uh, graduates who approached me, and professionals who approached me. So I realized that it was just about putting that piece of content which resonated with the audience. And it was extremely important for me to experiment. I realized that more and more I experiment with my content, the number of times I failed, the faster I failed, the faster I learned. Mm. And that's important because sometimes text content would work, but video content would not work. Sometimes posting at 4 p.m. would work, but 8 o'clock would not work. So it is mm. all about experimenting formats, time slots, and different pieces of content. Right. So now that you have a community of 50,000 plus people and you are an expert in content marketing, however, you are meeting people from different uh, industries, different professions. So are there other type of people outside content marketing world who are also using LinkedIn to create their brand and influence? So I'll give you an example of... Uh... A client of mine who's a lawyer, he's into creating IPs, intellectual properties. And I'm working currently with him with his content. And he's also been able to build a brand because he's putting out content which is relevant to his domain. He's right. putting out content which explains on the importance of creating an IP, of filing your patent. And the community that he's building is all SMEs all startup owners because they are the ones who want to file a patent because they are the ones who've got the ideas. And the content is speaking to his community. So his community is connecting with him and that's how he's generating business. So you can be across any domain or any field or any industry, lawyer, marketer like me, uh, chartered accountant, IT professional, anybody. It's all about optimization of your profile, putting relevant pieces of content out, collaborations and building a community. So is it not too much of work, uh, Punita? I mean, this is your course, so you may be enjoying, but what about an IT guy, uh, say mid-career or senior professional who probably does not have a brand because he or she has been working hard nine to five and didn't have enough time to really go on LinkedIn or social media to put himself or herself out. So if somebody wants to do, will it not be too much of work? You're talking about optimizing See? profile and then creating relevant content and creating communities. So how easy or how difficult uh, it is to do that? See, it is definitely a lot of work. And I do understand that people don't have the bandwidth, but that's the reason it's important to get content marketers on board because mm. they will work for you. But if the person obviously is a startup and he cannot afford and he doesn't have the budgets and stuff, he can only focus on optimization as proof. And I'm just putting some one piece of content per week to show up on a social media platform. But it's very, very important for him to have a presence on LinkedIn or have a presence on Instagram. Because these days, when a person wants to like check you out, mm. the first thing they see is LinkedIn. So to mm. have an optimized profile is the first important step. And if the individual and the IT professional cannot look at doing this on a daily basis, one post per week, putting relevant pieces of content or a reshared article is mm. also fine, which actually which actually defines him for who he is for his audience and yeah, which what, makes him an authority. Right. So key thing is brand is about building authority, being seen as authority. So Absolutely. you may be doing any role, 
But if you want to be recognized in industry, you need to speak up. And this is a way to speak up without really speaking up. Exactly. So what do you exactly mean in a very short, what does an optimization of profile mean in your mind? So optimization of your profile mainly thinks three things. Number one, putting relevant keywords. For me, my keywords are content marketing, content strategy, content writing, content creating, storytelling, so on and so forth. So number one is keywords. Number two is your brand colors. Your brand colors means if you see me on any pro, any, any platform, Instagram, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, my brand colors are yellow and black people, I want people to identify me as yellow and black because yellow explains the sun, explains happiness. So that's what my brand colors are, number two. And number three, it's extremely important to uh, focus on defining your purpose of life, your passion, and your expertise on your profile. So to sum it up, your uh, profile has to focus on the keywords, the color tones, and your purpose and passion and expertise of, of your professional job. So that's beyond a resume. It looks like a lot of professionals still look at LinkedIn as an online resume, which is no more the case, it looks like. Absolutely not. It's more like your, uh, it's, it's, it's like a CV, it's like your online CV, and people actually uh, treating LinkedIn as a semi-professional platform. So you can add some fun stuff. It's important to make it a little more fun because people want to see your qualities, your personality. Right, right. So as a content marketer, I think now I understand that. I I wanted to bring in two aspects. One is, of course, you took this risk of leaving corporate and starting on your own and you made it. So the nuances of that I wanted to understand. Plus, I also wanted to understand the value of content, not for a content marketer only, but for every other professional. And a lot of people do not set their authority thinking, oh, I don't know enough or, you know, who am I to really share something? And, you know, I'm probably not knowledgeable enough to put myself out and that kind of imposter syndrome and also because you are a content marketer, you definitely did not have that, but you work with a lot of people from corporate world. How do you go through those problems of having that feeling of not enough and imposter syndrome and how do how can somebody start to do that say you said weekly one at least you put the put a post if you have any example of any one of your clients that you can share that would give you an insight for people from different professions that oh okay it's easy to you know put my profile in right way and then i can start creating some content so that i can start to build my authority uh, if you have any example yeah, to just sure. make it easy for people to understand so i would say just follow three steps number Mm. one when you're looking at optimization of your profile if you're looking at starting on linkedin optimize your profile with your keywords with your picture with your bio that's point number one once your profile is optimized start putting content now where do you get content ideas from Mm. there are three four platforms where which i would which i normally generate my content ideas i just put my relevant keywords and 100 ideas come out the three platforms which i use are semrush.com Title, yeah, title-generator.com, which is very good, and feedly.com. These three platforms make a non-content market so simple that they just have to type keywords like IT professional content ideas or tech-based content ideas. You'll get 100 trending ideas, and then they can build on that. And then there is another tool 
to publish content where you can actually set a date and a time to publish that piece of content which also makes it simple so a person who is completely in the corporate world had doesn't have the time and the bandwidth all he has to spend is one hour a week focusing on the optimization which is a one time task right one hour on the content ideas and maybe 30 minutes on just writing it up and scheduling yeah. so three Got steps it. profile content ideas writing it and scheduling fantastic and for scheduling we have software or websites like buffer.com and later.com exactly right awesome awesome so you used a word i don't know i mean i'm i'm assuming that uh, majority of audience understand what we are talking about but i still want to validate few things things like you said oh uh, this website will generate uh, trending idea what do you mean by trending idea so for example if i type the word education technology yeah. on these content platforms what yeah. happens is that whatever people are talking about in the edtech space all those topics and keywords come on the website or come on the page yeah. and then you actually know oh people are talking very highly of this particular topic click on it read it read about that topic and write it in your own words simple right you so know? it gives you some sort of rating right this is uh, exactly highest trending exactly and meaning of trending more people are reading it or more people are writing it's it it's more or... people reading the content more people talking about the content and how do you know talking what is the meaning of talking there so uh, what happens is uh, the trending topics are very highly spoken by a lot of people on various platforms so hashtag content marketing if you type you will see more than 1 lakh people are using that keyword and it's trending many people are talking about this topic it's a very high performing keyword and that is a meaning of trending topics right right so okay so for example if i'm in it and i talk about say cyber security or i have knowledge in cyber security or i work in cyber security and i want to demonstrate my authority or build my authority on linkedin then i would use cyber security and maybe few more word related to that go on these websites that you gave Correct. look for the trending topics and then of course because i'm a professional i've been doing it i can definitely think about some ideas and there are website which kind of gives you ideas as well because there are already so many people writing and talking about it so it's not that difficult you just it's not that difficult you just break it. down break it down and once you get into the habit of doing this on a weekly basis it will be very easy for you and you never know at the end of the 6th month people actually know you for who you are and that feeling is something very good you know fantastic so you taught few things today punita i mean you did the right uh, thing for being a content marketer one is linkedin is a profile a platform which is uh, aggressively being used by uh, professionals to build their brand and authority and in this era uh, if you do not have a brand you are a commodity and if you are a commodity you are Uh, not visible if you're not visible no you're not in the market so it is and there is it, there was no better time uh, because it's all free you know linkedin of course you can pay and get the premium but even if you don't do it you can still get a lot done absolutely and uh, it's a little bit of techniques as you said you know know what an optimized profile should be like know little bit of tools on creating content and everything is automatic you can schedule as well and in every industry there are already a number of influencers 
that we can go and look at what they are talking about, uh, what kind of engagement people are having, who are engaging. Everybody is out there. It's not like you'll be the first person to go there. Everybody is out Absolutely. there. Okay, so that's fantastic. What I want to cover in the next few minutes is uh, your journey starting fresh. Uh, one thing you said, uh, when I started, I just wanted to have fun and enjoy, which really helped. But uh, you also wanted to take it as a profession, not just a hobby. And uh, you had left your full-time job, so you wanted to create an income source as well. So how did that start to happen? Give us a little bit insight into that. Yeah. So last July, when I quit my corporate job, July told till December, six months, it only took time in educating, empowering, and building my brand. So as I said, building a brand is, brand is not a one-day job or a two-day job. It takes consistent efforts of four to five months of just putting relevant pieces of content out there and just showing up. Slowly what started happening is I started creating a tribe of people who are regularly following my content. And that tribe actually became my fan base. Then my fan base actually started building relationships with me. We started doing Zoom calls, Google Meet calls, and that fan base of, say, at least 50 to 60 people in the beginning started knowing me for who I am. Those 50, 60 people then started spreading the word about who I am. If anybody required a content marketer, they would immediately refer me. And that's how I started generating my first client in Jan 2021, where they wanted my support in growing their LinkedIn because they saw my growth. So I felt that it was very important while to optimize profile, while to put content, while to collaborate, but building your key second family of tribe of your own people who can support you and take you forward. And mm -hmm. then that's where I started generating a lot of leads in my inbox because people started referring my name to many other startup owners and SMEs. And now my entire content marketing journey as a freelancer is via inbound. It's all about putting relevant pieces of content on LinkedIn. It's all about doing live sessions on LinkedIn and leads automatically come on my inbox saying, hi, Punita, we are looking for a content marketer for our brand. Can you help us? And I arrange a call and then it's converting that lead on how I convert that lead. So, so it's in, all about putting a, building a basic tribe of people. And it takes about four to six months is what you Four said. to six months for sure. And that's for everybody. Like you have already Absolutely. gone through that. Even if you want to do it all over again, it's going to take the same time. It's a patient, it's an effort, patience. Effort. It takes a lot of efforts and patience. Right. And if I understood right, you were, you already had eight, 9,000 followers. Yes. So that became a starting point. And Absolutely. When, when you started to put content, it was every day, seven days. I was doing it four times a week only. Four times a week. But four times a week was more than enough because LinkedIn's, the limit of the time is only one day. After one day, a post dies. So it I was see. enough four days a week, you know. Right. And uh, when you say tribe, like, do you, uh, have some kind of how does how does that get uh, developed automatically sure. people start to follow you or no, no. so what happens is you have to type relevant keywords that are related to your domain so how i built my tribe is i typed content marketers content strategists content experts content writers and i started messaging them i started creating a relationship with them i told them i'm happy to support their content i'm happy to 
help them or support them basically building a relationship and i started building a tribe of people who are very very active on linkedin who are putting content regularly not the zombies mm. not the people who are just there on linkedin but not engaging so it's very important to build a tribe of people who are very active and regularly posting content what happens is when they comment on your post your post reaches their followers right. and that's how your followers increase okay so if i have to reword it you connected with a number of influencers uh, i mean don't like the word influencer because it's a very different connotations but people who were already uh, active as a content marketer or content Correct. professional and they had a name in the environment and you connected them you started to support them and while you were doing that people started to notice you so you know you don't really create suddenly one new punita from somewhere you basically start to support people who are already there and because you've been regular and you start to bring in your personality and your content you start to get your own tribe eventually is that what absolutely yes interesting all right so going back to this one year of journey again because you have uh, replaced your job with this new way of uh, living uh, freelance way of living and it took you about 6 months to start creating revenue and it's been one just over a year and uh, you are happy with the outcome financially as well so i'll be very honest there are moments there are times when i do feel a fixed income is very important i do feel that you know uh, going to the corporate world and just you know seeing people around it's very important but then i look at the other side of uh, having the freedom to do much more with my hands having the freedom to educate so many students who are in need having the freedom to empower my audience having the entire leeway to do exactly what clients i want to work with so there are a bit of pros and cons but eventually it's all about how much you accept your current world mm. and move forward so pros is more is what i'm hearing from you absolutely absolutely fantastic so that was really key to understand because uh, uh, a lot of people uh, after working so long in corporate may feel like oh it's what have what if it doesn't work out what if i don't create uh, the income how will my lifestyle be will i will it will will it be better than before and all of there are a lot of different doubts and did you have any one of those things on which has come out to be true or none of those everything looks good for you you know, to be very honest in the beginning i uh, just was not having any expectations because i have never been a entrepreneur i was never in the freelance world i was always a corporate person so going to something without expectations made me at ease but if i had expectations no i have to do this by this then it kind of uh, makes you more stressed but now that a year is over now i'm setting targets mm. now i'm setting goals because mm. i know what has worked for me and what has not worked for me so now right. i'm creating a calendar of things on what should work by december what should not work by december right. and now i'm playing around with the number game you know good 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 anything you would do differently as a learning that you have got you would like to share yeah in this one year what i realized is that it's very important to fail when i was in the corporate world i always had fear of Failing. oh my god what if my boss says this i will be very embarrassed but mm. now in this one year it has taught me to be fearless it has mm. taught me faster i fail the faster i learned 
and that is the biggest learning i had that it's okay to fail you know there's no big deal if you fail whereas in the corporate world i was always the perfectionist person i had to do this right i cannot get this right, wrong you know mm-hmm. and now it's become more easy going and fearless so you did all this by your own or you knew somebody who was already on the path or you know did you have anybody who mentored you or did anybody influence you or you figured out the whole journey on your own so yes i started this journey completely by my own because i i'm a very passionate person when it comes to doing things for others so that quality in me really helped me and in terms of people who i look up to uh, when my tribe was being built i met tons and tons of content marketers globally they were my inspiration right and that's observing them understanding what they are doing seeing their content seeing how they engage help me gauge and help me implement my strategies right so basically if you put yourself out you do find your people you know it's not a lonely absolutely. lonely world yeah absolutely and especially when the world is uh, you know so close because close meaning um it's reachable because of uh, social media you can reach anybody and everybody from all over the world so uh, you have followers people from what uh, the whole continent it's across the globe now because linkedin is such a beautiful platform anybody from uh, nigeria to mumbai to poland to japan everybody is following your content that's the reason i'm saying content can create conversation conversation so i want to get two of your story out very quickly one is uh, what you did in uh, nigeria and the second one is that 100 hour mentoring that you talked about sure. so tell me about uh, the nigeria thing yeah so what happened is i was getting a lot of projects on content writing and i was in lookout of content writers and i uh, wanted to give opportunities to people with lot of passion so i met this wonderful girl from nigeria called vinny fred and i had been following her content for a very very long time before i gave her our project i told her that listen i want to involve you in a project i know we haven't worked together i know we don't know each other but i am ready to take a chance and she was so happy that somebody unknown has taken a chance on me so it was just about me giving that one chance to her giving her a project and today it's been 6 months that we've been working together and she's so happy and confident so i realized that it's all about identifying talent who are passionate who are sincere who are honest people that was one example which changed vinny fred's life and like that have changed many young girls and many guys like by giving them working opportunities that's point number 1 point number 2 was a 100 students mentoring was in the month of april 2021 and may 2021 i thought that it's important i go out that was a second lockdown which happened this year and i put out my calendly link on linkedin with a beautiful content write up saying that i want to who wants to become a linkedin hustler and in a day i would get close to 10 10 people who would want to talk to me and i gave them calls on how to become a hustler how to optimize a profile how to put content so like that in one and a half month i mentored more than 150 students and now those people are actually doing what they're wanting to do on linkedin and that's the importance of doing things for people and empowering our audience so these two things really changed my perspective about helping a community at large 
Mm. No, that's really uh, nice. And I wanted to hear that and I wanted to let others hear also. I felt really good about these two examples. And and I worked with you briefly to understand the game. And uh, that's when you talked about this story. And I really wanted everybody to hear that. A uh, couple of uh, things in terms of uh, managing life, managing time. When you are on your own, there is nobody to question the accountability to anybody else. You are accountable to yourself. So how does it work for you? Do you feel uh, it's too much? And how is your routine like? Uh, or yeah. any learning in last one year? You know, you, you may have done everything well, or you may have learned few things. May, you may have redesigned few things. Give us some insight in that. So when you're starting out on your own in the beginning, I thought, because I was never an entrepreneur, I thought everything I will do from writing to graphic to design to everything. But then over time, I realized it's not always about me doing everything. That's when I started collaborating with writers, with graphic designers, with editors, with videographers. And I realized that it's not for me to just full-time hire them. I can collaborate with them on a project basis, train them the way I want them to work for my projects. Mm. So the process of me experimenting with them, understanding them, was itself a learning process. The process of team management, the process of understanding how they think, because I was very clear, I want to work with people across the globe, not just people from India. And mm. for that, it was very important for me to be open-minded. For mm. that, it was very important for me to take chances. And I realized the more chances I took, the faster I could identify the right people. Mm. And in terms of time management, I would break up my day into morning hours doing client-oriented work, post-lunch, doing content for myself for building my brand. And the evening time would be just, you know, recapping the work of the mornings. So I would break my day between my work, which is my personal brand content, and the client content. And that's how I would manage my time. And you did that from beginning itself? Absolutely. I still follow that same pattern. And that definitely works. I mean, that's something I, I did find a little bit of challenge in what I'm trying to do. And you know, sometimes it becomes overwhelming. So that's a very good idea. You divide it in three parts. And if morning is done, then you have done the client part, which is your oxygen and revenue. Revenue is oxygen in business. And uh, then second uh, half, you did your own work and whatever time was left, you again invested in customers. So that that's really, Absolutely. really, really well, really, really well done. And uh, so, yeah, so I think it makes uh, a lot of sense. And uh, again, as I said, the whole intention of you getting on this podcast was to share with people, this is the new world. This is the new way of working. More and more people will have to do that. There's not much option because companies do not want to hire you as full-time employees, especially if you have worked in, in, in corporate for a long time. Your expectation of salary is very high. And not that business does, businesses don't want to keep you. They can't afford to because it's very Absolutely. highly competitive world. And they're all about automating and using machine learning and AI to reduce a human and a human work. There's a little bit of human that they want and it's, they want to do with machines. So this is high time. There is a way uh, to build things on our own. I mean, um, a lot of people may say, oh, that's content marketing that suits really well on LinkedIn. But I have seen people who have... Uh, been in IT and they have done the same thing that you have done. And it's just Absolutely. not uh, LinkedIn. It's many different ways of doing it. And few things that I got from your conversation was about collaboration. Uh, you don't need to be an expert. Uh, you could collaborate. 
Absolutely. Okay, so, and because you collaborate with a lot of people, they are also in the same game that you are in. And uh, Absolutely, I love to collaborate and that's the yeah. power of helping others and growing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything before we uh, wind up, I, of course, I have a couple of last few questions before we wind up, but anything in your mind that would help people uh, outside your content marketing community uh, using LinkedIn? Anything that I did not ask, which you would have in your mind? I think I've pretty much summed it up on the three C's that yeah, I, I also, spoke about. So I think so. I've covered up pretty much everything and uh, yeah. Pretty much covered okay. up pretty much everything. So last couple of things. Uh, one thing uh, on the time management that you have said, I've seen you, you're doing a number of things. So not only client and your own work. So in terms of work also, you expanded. And maybe you liked, you, as you said, you know, I, I could do whatever I wanted to do. So you started a podcast. You helped a lot of your clients do videos, which they would have been like scared to death about coming on live videos. So you got people to do that. You help people on setting LinkedIn in the right way and starting to create content. You taught me that I'm not consistent right now, but I'm getting consistent again. But I I have a fair understanding of how to write an engaging content now, and it didn't take much time. You know, it's a, so it's an easy, and I wanted to share that as an example. It's not that difficult. Anybody can do that if you're if you get the guidance. So in terms of finally, the next step for you. So you are working as a freelancer you're getting projects some you know as you said it's not a fixed income have you thought about uh, what next how you can streamline yeah. uh, one thing you have already done is collaborating with others which i registered in my mind like trying to do on your own everything is a big big uh, problem then you'll get burnt out again so collaboration is key managing time or structuring it is the key the third thing i want to know is what you have thought about uh, structuring a next way of a structuring where you can have more consistent income as well of course you have replaced your salary income but it's the consistency part is that you wanted to talk about any idea on that you've already thought yeah. about it so i have three ways right now uh, of revenue generation streams number one is my current clients okay. who i'm helping them grow on linkedin and instagram and obviously looking for more clients that's that's revenue generation revenue part one Part two is mentoring. I get a lot of messages from students and professionals who need my mentoring services for growing themselves on LinkedIn or Instagram. So mentoring is my revenue stream too. And third is I'm in the process crossing my fingers of launching an ebook, hopefully very soon, of how to become a LinkedIn hustler. Whatever I've learned in these one year, put right. it out there and start selling it on line you know Perfect. so i've thought of these three streams and i'm working backwards with it that's fantastic so that would become an asset based Absolutely. income yeah the ebook is like you know it's 24 by 7 live and exactly. uh, I, I like the mentoring part uh, so how does the mentoring look like in in short what does the mentoring look like so uh what happens is a lot of professionals and a lot of students don't know how to start on linkedin don't know what to put on LinkedIn. So I help them with the profile optimization part. I help them with the content creation of ideas and help them the, help them with the importance of how to build that community and time. That's what happens in my mentoring sessions, the three parts I've broken, broken down into. Got it. And that's pretty much what you'll kind of guide in the ebook as well. So people exactly. can, uh, who do not uh, have the time or whatever, they're not able to 
do face to face they can use your ebook so that's, that's fantastic uh, punita so i'm really really happy you came on uh, this conversation learned few things and uh, as i said my main intention was for everybody to know that uh, linkedin can be a playground and somebody can start from zero and using it uh, can build a career of its own and and it's going well and it's uh, there's a lot more you could do so maybe connect again and get to know what else is happening maybe you can do a linkedin webinar for our audience someday so very so crossing fingers thank you punita thanks for coming thank you so much as i'm really lovely chatting with you thank you Thank you for listening to the Empowering Indian Expats podcast with your host Ehsan Ali. Hope you find this episode with Punita useful. She talked about three Cs of building brand. She talked about value of giving, value of building tribe in creating your brand. She also talked about failing fast as her biggest learning in this journey. Do let me know what you got out of this episode and as always, if you are keen to explore something new, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'll do my best if it's related to career. and will connect you to someone relevant if it's to start a business of your own